Welcome back to the Don't Start a Business podcast. This week, we're continuing the mini-series that we started last week. Where we're covering everything you know need to know to start a business the right way. Um, I think both Odie and I want to uh, shout out everybody who gave us such amazing feedback on last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to that one, give that one a download. And as always, if you like this episode, give us some feedback, give us some uh, reviews, and leave a question, and we'll answer uh, we'll answer them. Um, this week, I think both Odie and I are really excited about this because this is like one of the biggest issues we see for start- people starting out, which is social media. Can you do- can you start a business with no social media following? How am I going to get a social media following? Just, you know, there's a lot of confusion out there. So just to kind of like go back in time, Odie, what was it like for you when you first started? Did you have a social media following when you first started being an affiliate marketer? You know, how, how what was that like? Yeah, that's a great question. I will say... When I started out, I definitely did not have 250,000 subscribers, which we just kind of recently hit, I think, uh, maybe earlier this year or last year. And, you know, I think the problem is a lot of beginners, they see my channel today in like 2020, and they see that I have a lot of um, subscribers and I have a lot of views on videos. And then they think that, okay, the only way to do affiliate marketing is you need to be a, an, a famous affiliate marketer or like have a social media following, which is just the furthest thing from the truth. Now, to bring you guys back, the reason I got into affiliate marketing was because you specifically did not need a following. Like I wanted to stay behind the scenes because my background is as a music producer and producing hip hop beats specifically. And as a producer, your job is to make the artist shine. You're not in the spotlight. You're the guy who's behind the boards. You're not in the recording room. And you're the one who lets the artists, you know, they sing, they rap, they do their thing on the beat. And then you're you're just doing everything you can to make that person look good or sound good. Now, you know, with that kind of personality and that kind of like wanting to be behind the scenes, obviously when I started a business, I didn't want to make it about me. I wanted it to be about my brand. So that's why we talked about branding before, but it's something that's so important to me because the biggest companies in the world, like a Nike or an Apple, right? These are brands. They're not people, right? They're not just one person. And with a brand, you can be so much more than just about you, you can be about a mission, a specific, you know, values and beliefs system that you want to share with the world. And it doesn't have to be as crazy as that, but it can be simply as like, if you're passionate about BMWs, then creating a brand that is around BMW cars, what it's like to own a BMW, to drive BMW, to have a BMW forum. I mean, that's something I think is beautiful is when people are crazy obsessed or passionate about something it could be knitting or crocheting it could be anything you know any sort of hobby i think that's beautiful so for me my hobby was music and i created a brand and i to be honest i don't really know what got into me that was like let's make a brand but i think it had to do with i did not want to be the brand like it, it, it i didn't want it to be about me so i created recordingnow.com which looking back i think is a pretty slick name for you know i came up with that when i was still in my teens um and i was uh you know i was in college and recordingnow.com is like a brand and it's about 
actually home recording. So it's weird because I pivoted into reviewing headphones, but it started off as like actually supposed to be about recording equipment, like studio recording equipment at home um, and making a home studio. So that's where the name comes from. But eventually, you know, I pivoted as I started to see what the consumers liked, which was headphones, because more people buy headphones than they do, um, for example, like microphone preamps and uh, audio interfaces. And so I pivoted because I listened to the customers, but at the end of the day, we're all here for music and for audio and all things when it comes to making audio, recording audio, even just listening to music, which is where the headphones came in. Um, and so I made that brand recordingnow.com. And, you know, again, like w- with that brand, that was from scratch. And I just built that, you know, in my room and I made content and I grew the brand and I had things done. Like I made a professional logo on Fiverr and I've talked about that before on YouTube, had that made for $5. That's how, that's why I fell in love with outsourcing because I can get someone else to do something that I don't know how to do. I wasn't too good with graphic design and get it done for five bucks. And then the, the effect of a logo, no matter how cheap it costs to make, the consumer sees a professional logo and it has an effect on them that's so much more powerful than just, you know, let's say a text logo or not even having a logo, right? So for me to spend that five bucks on the logo, it gave this appearance of a real legit brand. And as time went on and my content got better because it did not start off well. I mean, you know, people um, basically, they worry about, having to create content and they worry that it has to, you know, they have to be in front of a camera, but I got into this business. So I did not have to be in front of the camera and I did all my headphone reviews. Not a single one. Did, did I share my face or even talk about myself? I really just focused on the product, which is what the consumers only care about the products and the services. They really don't care about you, you know? So people are, they, I think they think too much about themselves that like, oh my gosh, these people are going to, they're going to judge me, right? And they're, they're, they're worried about my looks and they're worried about like how I sound. But dude, to be honest, they care about what they came for, which is your content, which is, you know, whether it's a product review, whether it's a tut- uh, tutorial, they don't care about what you look like, to be honest, as long as the information is good. Right. Um, so that's it. And that's why we're so big on giving value. Cause so my content sucked in the beginning. Um, I did not have the products in hand. I did not have the products live footage or even photographs. Um, I would take, you know, images that I would find on the internet and I would make PowerPoints and then that's, that would be my content. But some of that content got real sales. Literally some of them got over a hundred thousand views and it blows my freaking mind today that, that, that even happened. But then once I got money, I reinvested and I actually bought products. And, you know, people always ask, how can I do this without having to buy a product ever? You know, that thinking is very detrimental to success because you don't want to invest in your business is what you're telling me, you know? Um, And that's why I say people should start with their passion because you can find products that you own already. Like if you love BMW and you, you know, you talk about BMW so much, you probably already drive or have a BMW or something. So it's like, you know, at the end of the day, um, you have to, you have to figure out if, you know, you have these things lying around. If you don't, you have to get resourceful. You have to get crafty about how do you acquire those products. You know, do you buy them used on eBay to save some money? There's a lot of ways you can do it, but you have to be, you also have to just, at the end of the day, be resourceful. You can't just be, oh, I, you know, I don't have the product. I can't do this. Or, you know, a lot of people just quit, you know, at the first obstacle, 
It's like I never let anything stop me because I knew that I really, really wanted to do this. So I started off with products that were st uh, sitting around me. And if I didn't have the product, then I, you know, I figure out a way to make content regardless. But once I got money, and this is what separates me from the people who don't want to buy any products, is I invested all of it back into buying real products. So I had real footage real camera, um, you know, live footage, and I could do a real hands-on review. And then as time went on, I mean, you know, just to cut the story short, like I made, my content got better over time. It sucked in the beginning. It ended up getting a lot better with each video, each review. As I built up reviews, you know, people start to respect the brand and there's more traffic, there's more subscribers, there's more views on the videos. And at the end of the day, there's more sales overall. And that's how I was able to build it from zero to a full-time income is by building this brand. And not once in the recordingnow.com days did I ever show my face or reveal my face or anything. So that's the full story, and I hope that that helps some people in terms of, you know, you may be scared to kind of like put yourself out there or to start, but hey, look, I'm so glad I started because if I didn't do that, who knows where I'd be today and what I'd be doing, so... Yeah, and I think that I, I like what you said too about the content. Like it was bad at first, and it got better. I think that's another thing. It's like, well, I don't know how to create content. I'm not a good writer. I'm not a good this. But the only way you get better at those things is by doing it. And if you just do the research and get useful information, you're already you know a hundred steps ahead. Like if I watch a tutorial or something on YouTube and I get useful information, I don't care about anything else. So you just have to go out there and start creating it. And, and if you want to make sales and then that that reinvesting, I think a lot of people, they want to do things on the cheap. They want to do things like the shortcut way. But if you want to then grow your business, you need to take that money. You can't hold on to it and put it back in to grow it just like with anything. Yeah, exactly. My content sucked, guys. Like, let me be honest. My content sucked. I did not have hundreds of thousands of followers. I did not have the shiny YouTube play button award. I didn't have any of that stuff, right? No one does. Nobody starts out like that, seriously. And what you see today is the problem because most people, they love results. They love seeing, you know, what, they love to see just the finished product, but they don't like to, you know, really see the process, which you usually don't see. You know, you don't see what goes into something. And, you know, you just see highlights, basically, on social media. We live in such a social media consumer world where all people do is see highlights, like people's best lives. They see, you know, all the cars, they see the houses, the vacations and this and that. Um, and, you know, the, you just don't see the actual mundane, day-to-day, -day boring process of actually building a business from scratch because it's not glamorous. It really is boring. It really does not, it's not going to get a lot of likes and a lot of views, but that's what you have to go through. And so, you know, the problem is so much social media consumption it's like you're you're so like blitzed on like your you know like your your brain is just so overwhelmed with all of this you know uh just seeing results and seeing like highlights that you think that that's how it is but i'm telling you that everyone starts from complete zero and then everyone has to build something and then it happens slowly um for some people it's faster than others by the end of the day like Again, it's producer versus consumer. The reason I'm here today is because I made a change um, back when I was younger and I said, I'm not going to be just a consumer. I'm going to start producing useful things for the world, whether it's my website, whether it's my content, whether it's this video. Like, And you know, at the end of the day, I, I was able to build things that hundreds of thousands of people um, visited and viewed and bought from 
which just blows my mind because they had no idea who I was. They never seen my face. They never, you know, met me, but they met my website. You know, they met my content on YouTube. And that's what ultimately, you know, gave value and then received commissions because of the value given. Yeah. And I think what you were talking about where you're like the social media, the highlight culture, I think too, it goes the other way where people then think if I want to be successful on social media or have a good business, that's what my social media needs to look like, or that's what it's going to be like. And that feels icky and that feels gross, but that's not, that's not what social media is. Like there's a huge, a wide array of different things on social media. Mm -hmm. And if you have ever like been researching a product, trying to figure out what to buy, and then you came across an article or video that just broke it down better than the other places, went beyond just comparing features and actually just gave a little bit of insight on what that feature meant, that's you're like, oh, wow, perfect. This is awesome. I really like it. And that's that's social media too. Like there are a lot of different things that are social media. You don't need to be a vlogger. You can literally just go out there and put yourself out there so people can find your content. Yeah, that's one of the best points is that social media is a platform. You can do whatever you want on this platform and it doesn't have to be becoming a daily vlogger or becoming YouTube famous. The platform is built so that you can literally share whatever you want to do, whether it's a hobby, whether it's a passion, whether it's a tutorial, like you can share anything you want. Now, what you see that gets a lot of views is usually you know, the videos of the just people doing pranks and people doing stuff like that. That's like pure entertainment. But we're starting to see a trend where, you know, uh, a lot of content, it has to be useful because people are getting more educated and they're using YouTube as a learning source. So, you know, at the end of the day, if you can share knowledge on any sort of industry, any sort of, you know, niche or market or product that you have experience with, it's probably useful to someone else. If it's useful to you, then it's probably useful to a bunch of other people, if not millions, because let's be honest, most of the, even if you have a weird hobby, there's still probably like 10,000 people out there who have the exact same weird hobby, if not more. So, you know, and then when we think about markets, obviously some markets are bigger than others. Everyone's interested in health and fitness. I mean, like billions of people, and then maybe less people are interested in, let's say, um, I don't know, Ferrari owner because that's kind of an exclusive club uh, but still there's still you know tens of thousands of people in that club if not more and so you know at the end of the day it's like if you're passionate about something I want people to like build stuff about it you know because most people are just a consumer and then if they're a customer of a product you know there's that but the person who steps up and kind of uh, brings together a community and you know when we talk about following I think Kit made a great point that like people think that having a following means like you're social media famous and you're a vlogger or some stupid stuff like that but it just means that you're building up a, a community right and at the end of the day the community can be about an idea it can be about a a similar belief or a hobby so that's why recordingnow.com the community was not built around me it was built around a love for music and for headphones and for recording and producing music that's what the community and the brand was about it wasn't about me at all you know what i mean sure i was the person who started you know sort of the idea and i'm the person who kind of led you know the charge but like it was never about me it was about music 
and it was about you know uh, home recording at home and not having access to you know uh, a professional studio and thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment and then just getting by with like a $50 pair of headphones you know a cheap audio interface and trying to just get the best bang for the buck and then that transformed I pivoted into headphones because it, it just you get the response see when you have a business and you have a website that's live you can see data on what people like to see and what people want next you can even just ask people for feedback hey um, you know, if you're enjoying the website, um, what do you want to see next from me? Or what kind of content do you want me to create? You know, it's, it's that simple because it's all about the customers. It's all about the market. And the less you can start thinking about you, because most people are just thinking about, you know, their following or how they don't have a following or how they, they don't want to, you know, be on camera. You don't have to do any of those things, but don't be afraid to build a following. Because when I think about a following, I'm not thinking about, okay, being famous. I'm thinking about, can I create a buyer's list or can I create a community of people who are in this market that I can market to when there's a new product, you know, on the market or if, you know, like whatever you want to sell, at least I have a dedicated buyer's list of people that I know are at least interested, you know, in this niche. So that's like, you're not going to have a business unless you build up a, a customer list, a email subscriber list, because then you have no way to contact your customers. And that's the problem is people don't want to build a following, but for a business to really succeed, you need a, you need to have a list of buyers or potential customers. Yeah, and I think the other thing is that people see social media as a stumbling block because they think that success for business on it is getting millions and millions of views. When it, like you could have a video that gets a thousand views and makes you a ton of sales because if it's a very niche, like like you said, it's a platform. It allows you to find a community, and that's why you know we always say like you know be a little more general. You know, don't be or be a little more specific. Don't be so general because you can drill down. You can find a community, and if you get a thousand views on a more specific topic, you're gonna get a, a lot amount of sales because those are dedicated people. Yeah, views and how much you get paid are completely. You know, this stuff is not correlated because there's videos with millions of views that possibly get zero, make zero dollars on ad revenue or sales because of demonetization. And then there, conversely, there's videos with just a thousand views that probably have made thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars. If we're talking a real high ticket enterprise level um, software or enterprise level item, maybe not a ton of people are in that market because it's just a very small club, but maybe that market has a lot of money and these products are very expensive um, to buy or to implement. And, you know, the stuff like the pranks and all that, that may get millions of views in entertainment, but the ad revenue may be so small. Like for the CPM, it's probably like 50 cents for every thousand views because it's just not valuable content other than being entertainment. It's not valuable for advertisers. And that's why on our YouTube channel, we have insane CPMs that are so many more times, you know, the average, which would be like $2 for every thousand views. I mean, we see CPMs of $30 plus for every thousand views because we make useful content that's in the, you know, the niche of business and online, you know, online business and software. And that tends to draw a lot of advertising dollars and money. So I, you know, my YouTube channel personally doesn't get a lot of views, like it doesn't get millions per month, but it makes a decent amount of ad revenue, a lot more than channels that get so many, like 10 times the amount of views because the CPM is more than 10 times more than let's say that $1 for every thousand views, $2 for every thousand views.
And I, and I think one last thing I really want to um, make sure people understand too is social media is more than just like, hey, Instagram and YouTube. There are a ton of different platforms. Building an email list is a way of social media because it's a way of getting your product out to a lot of different people. So you have to stop thinking about it like we talked about as sort of like a vlogging or entertainment thing and much more like a useful way to create a community and things like that. And then you'll, you'll start because I think a lot of people are just scared of it at the beginning. Like, oh, I'm not. They don't think of themselves as a social media person. And you don't mm-hmm. have to be, but you can just use it as an incredibly useful tool. It's this amazing thing that has opened up the business market to everybody because suddenly you can go find a community. You don't need a distribute distributor or a big mm-hmm. marketing agency to get you into people's homes. You can go find your customers who are out there waiting for you. Yeah, that, that's an amazing point. Email, okay? When we talk about following you know, people think about subscribers, followers on Instagram, likes and hearts and views and all that. You know, we're talking about building a business and getting customers, right? Now, it's easier to get customers if you have a list of people that you can tap into at any time and you know they're at least interested in your niche, right? So that could be an Instagram follower, it could be a YouTube subscriber, or it can be an email subscriber. Um, and email is better because at least they opted into that and they're really dedicated like and you have a direct line of communication because you can just reach out to them directly through an email and through an email blast or have automated email sequences that I do with all of my websites and once someone signs up they get automated emails that instantly sells them on autopilot 24 7 no matter what time they sign up and that's just a beautiful thing about online business is you can automate a lot of things because it's all software. So, you know, in terms of the following thing, you know, people are just too caught up in like social media these days. They see like all these famous people, they see all these antics and like, you know, all this stuff uh, that's just noise. But at the end of the day, if you're building a business, you do need people because if you don't have customers, then you don't have a business. So if you find those people on the platform like YouTube or Instagram or email, then that's what you must do in order to have this business. But it's not about being famous. It's about, you know, finding your community and finding your target customer and speaking to them and then having a way to communicate, reach out to them and ultimately sell your products or services to that community. Yeah, I think that's a, a great point. And I also would just uh, want to say that it would not be the Don't Start a Business podcast if we didn't talk about what people should not do on social media. Because mm. I think <laughs> there's also a lot of a lot of that. Like there's the first part of people being scared of social media thinking like, I need a million followers to start. But there's also people who jump into it eagerly and then they just, they go about it all wrong. Like in, in your opinion, what should people not do on social media if you're starting a business? So the biggest mistakes with social media that I see are, well, it's it's on two spectrums. Like, you know, it's opposite ends. On one end of the spectrum, some people only want to do social media. So that's wrong, okay? A lot of people, they always ask questions like, can I do this without a website? I just have an Instagram page or I only have a Facebook page or I only have, you know, like, yeah, those things. So I'm like, okay, first of all, you don't have a business. If you're building your castle on someone else's sand, which is a social media platform, you obviously don't own that. And then that's not a real business. Plus, good luck getting accepted into affiliate programs by linking your Instagram profile, okay? So, like, that's the problem is you want to do affiliate marketing, let's just say in a specific scenario, but you don't want to do the hard work and actually build a website, which is really not even that 
difficult or you know it doesn't cost that much money it may take time there's a beginner learning curve i have to agree with that um but i mean there's so many resources out there i teach literally step by step how to get this set up in a day and how to do it for less than 100 bucks so obviously it's not rocket science but then the people who don't want to create a website they only want to have an instagram page it's like well have fun with that because you don't have a business, honestly. I've had Instagram pages with literally over a million followers um, reach out to me on how to monetize because honestly, doing uh, sponsored posts for like 20 bucks, 50 bucks for every thousand or for a 24 hour post or a story, you know, it's not exactly going to pay the bills. Um, so, you know, that's the problem is I see people too much on social media. Like they only want to do it because it's free because they're lazy and they want shortcuts. Or the flip side is they don't want any social media. And they're like, okay, I'll make the website, but I do not want to do any sort of Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. But the thing is, there's billions of people on any single one of those individual platforms. You're saying no to billions of people. That is free. Social media is free. And it's a tool, which, you know, Kit made a great point that it is a tool at the end of the day. And how you use it is up to you. But it is a tool to get things done and to achieve something. And some people don't want to use the tool, which is really stupid because it's like, you know, you can do things the easy way or the hard way. And the tool is leverage, right? It's leverage so you can get things done and you can uh, reach out to people that before you'd have to pay real money to. You'd have to, you know, get a Super Bowl ad and spend millions of dollars just to get a slot there. Or you can just use social media and reach millions of people possibly for free if you go viral. So it's like, okay, it's not good to be on either spectrum of like, okay, you only want to do social media, no website because, hey, you don't have a business or you only want to do a website, but you don't want to touch social media because you don't want the following. You don't want to share yourself. Listen, buddy, it's not about you. It's about the content. It's about the value you're giving to the community and to your audience. It's not about building up you to become a famous celebrity or movie star. It's about building up a community and a buyer's list and customers and getting customers so you have a repeatable, sustainable business. And hopefully you get repeat business because you know to maximize profits, you want people to buy from you not just once only but multiple times and come back again and again and again and buy two and three times because that will multiply your profit per customer which means you can spend more to acquire customers in the future so you know it's it's being on either like either end of the spectrum of not enough social media or not like too much social media um and you know, I think that at the end of the day, it's shortcuts. Like if you don't want to create a website, you're telling me, I don't want to work. I don't want to invest into my business, which is the worst thing you can tell me. If you're telling me you don't want to invest into your business, that you don't have a business and you're not an entrepreneur, you're a entrepreneur at the end of the day. Like you like all the Lamborghini and this and that you like all those things, but you really don't want to do what you need to do that's necessary to get there. That's what you're telling me. It's a, you want shortcuts, okay? Um, and social media can be a useful shortcut for reaching your customers, but you shouldn't be seeking shortcuts in terms of you want to skip the hard work or you want to skip the necessary steps to have a real business and not just a stupid little Facebook page or Instagram profile.
And it also signifies to your customer that you don't take it that seriously. Like mm. people like, like something I do, like if I'm buying something on Amazon, like I always go look up that brand. I want to know mm. like, is this brand actually serious? Is this some random Amazon FBA or who hasn't even bothered to build a website? <laughs> and like you go on a website, if it looks professional, it's not like a social media thing where you see like how many followers or likes. You just see a professional website. You're like, okay, this person takes it seriously. And on the flip side, you can use social media as a tool to funnel people to your website because mm -hmm. you can create your website to maximize customers buying your products in a way you social media. So you can use social media as such a great funnel to get people there and to just show to with that website then the legitimacy. They can be like, okay, this isn't just some random like Facebook fan page. Like this person clearly knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Exactly. The image, the brand, everything is important. That's why a professional logo matched with a prof uh, professional website is so important because that's a user experience. If they land on your website or if you don't even have a website, then, you know, obviously if it's a poor user experience, they're not going to buy. So it's so important that you, you give this image and this perception to the customer that you're a legit company and that you have the same values and beliefs as them and, and you're in the same like niche or market, like you have the same passions and, you know, it's just important that you resonate and you connect with that customer the second they land on your page. You don't want them to get this feeling that, okay, well, this is just an Instagram meme page. There's no business here because yeah. you're a business at the end of the day. And Kit made a great point that when you land on a business, you know, a website, it's all about the product or the service and the benefits that that product can do, the pains that the product solves. It's not about some person or celebrity or, you know, some individual person. A business is really about products and services that, you know, are useful. They create value and they add value to uh, society. So, you know, at the end of the day, think more about the development of your product. Your product may be your website, right? If it's an affiliate marketing blog or website, your product literally is your website. So make sure you develop that to the best level of design, user experience, um, how intuitive and user-friendly it is, and then also the value that you provide in your content. Like really, you really gotta step up to a level where you're giving good information that people wanna know and you're answering questions that people have on the top of their mind. But again, if you're only doing an Instagram page and all you do is repost, you know, like popular posts and then tell people, hey, click the link in my Instagram. First of all, on Instagram, you can only put one link in your bio. So you're telling me you're going to put one link, one affiliate link to it, one affiliate product in your bio and then push people from a picture and the CTA is to click your bio link. That is so hard. Instagram makes it extremely hard because you can't really put links unless you have an e-commerce store. You can't put links in your posts. So the problem, like they're not clickable. And then it's just a bad user experience because they have to jump through so many hoops just to get to the product. Whereas if you have a website, you say, visit my website. And then once they land on there, they have all the products, all the content, all the, like they have access to everything. And then obviously if you only have one link on your Instagram bio, it better be good and it better <laughs> be, you know, worth it rather than pushing one stupid little uh, affiliate link in your Instagram bio. I mean, that <laughs> you really think you're going to make a million dollar business by doing that. That's that's not anywhere even close to the realm of what of how you have to play this game to get to those levels of income. Um, because if you say, okay, let's skip the website, let me just do an Instagram page. Um, that that like, what's next? Okay, then how do you get sales? And it's like, okay, I'm gonna put the link in my bio. It's like, okay, well, how many sales can you get from that? And it's like, maybe maybe one, probably zero. But then it's like, okay, but how do you get ten sales? How do you get a hundred? 
How do you get a thousand? You're gonna hit a cap because you just haven't built an infrastructure which can handle lots of sales and also convert a lot of people. You're probably not gonna convert much, if any, people um, who's clicking an Instagram bio link versus if they're an email subscriber to your website, they've come in contact with your brand, let's say five or six times now. They probably warmed up to buying something through your website or through you or through an email um, because now they actually have that um, rapport and that trust with your brand. But you know, if you do the shortcut of you just want sales, guess what? You're not gonna get sales because you're you're not thinking about what's in it for me, for the customer. Yeah, and I think that also goes to another thing people, mistake people make is just trying to, like you said, just trying to get straight to sales. So literally, like I've seen mm. this, people just have an Instagram and they just post pictures of deals on Amazon. <laughs> And then just run them as ads. And it's like, who is going to see an ad be like, oh my gosh, like Jack Link jerky's on sale for $8.99 on Amazon. Like, let me click this random post. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Like, if you're worried about like content making is hard, but bad content to me is you didn't even try. It's one thing if Mm. you're not the most dynamic writer and you have to get better at Mm. that or you need to work on your grammar. But if you didn't even bother to try researching, creating a niche actually giving people reasons why they should buy the product like even Mm -hmm. if you look at a successful business that does like deals you'll notice like one they have a website two they provide like reviews of those products and all the products are tend to be in the same vein but if you just start Mm -hmm. off and think you can just post on instagram without like it the like that lack of trying just shows to to the customer they're not going to want to buy from you Yeah, that's a great point. And what you said about, hey, if you're not the best writer, you know, but you're trying, that's so important because we have tools like Grammarly, which will fix your grammar and spelling for the most part. So, I mean, even if English is not your first language, if you just use Grammarly, it can kind of fill the skill gap of like, okay, you're not Shakespeare, but at the same time, like if you're at least trying and then you're using tools that fill in the skill gap of, okay, you, you have bad grammar, English is not your first language, then boom. Like you can actually like lessen that gap and get up there and be competitive, even if English is not your first language these days because of software and, you know, because of the internet and technology, thankfully. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And I was just going to say like, even with outsourcing, like you can go on, if you go and do the research and put together an outline of all the information, you could go find someone on Fiverr to put that together in a well-written article for you if you're really struggling with writing, but you have to do the research. You have to put in the work at some point. Yeah, exactly. There's no shortcut to the grind. I mean, like, you're totally right. I see those stupid pages where they're just like, click the click the link in my bio and just buy this now with no information, literally nothing about the product, literally nothing about the benefits or the features or who it's for or what it solves, literally just like, hey, this product, go buy one. It's like, dude, the, you don't have a business. You're a entrepreneur, okay? And you just, the, the the companies that do it right, like Kit was talking about, so there are websites that do comparisons. They they do deals and stuff like that. But at the very least, like they they have like, kind of uh you know it's it's next level in terms of the content in terms of the information they provide in terms of the layout in terms of the branding i mean there was this one website that someone uh put me on to that was all about police radars and i thought that was so cool because well one i'm a i have a few uh police radars i've purchased before and then two uh you know the fact that someone dedicated their entire website to just police radars that's how you do affiliate marketing 
because you don't do it by being a general store and then just expecting people to buy randomly from you. You do it from focusing on like a niche that you're passionate about and then just going so deep into it that no one else in your in your you know field is basically dedicating as much time or as much energy into really diving into all the products and all the just the expertise and the customers for that niche. So it's like to me that's a beautiful thing. When I see someone go so deep into something that's kind of weird and kind of like even out there, I think that that is the best form of affiliate marketing because you know at the end of the day it's all about your passion and if you know you are passionate about let's say police radars which you don't have to be you can still be profitable and then not care about your your niche but it's like at the end of the day at least with your first business i always recommend start with something you're passionate about because then at least one you already know about it but then two you can at least not get burnt out if you do have to learn the ropes and not get any sales for a while like you can at least be like if this is what you're going to do without even let's say you weren't getting paid to do it, like you would do this for free, um, then that's something that you should probably look into because that's what's going to keep you going in the beginning. Um, and then, you know, it's all about learning experience. So if you learn this stuff in the beginning, you're talking about stuff you you talk about anyways, like on a daily basis for free, then why, why not monetize it and make some money from it and help someone who knows a tenth of what you know about this market or these products, right? Exactly. And it, just like you talked about, like you don't, you know, when you're building a brand, because to say, you know, you don't want to do it with, with a personal brand, you, you focus on creating value, go specific, and you build that community. Um, on the mm -hmm. flip side of that, if you do want to build a personal brand, how do you recommend people mm -hmm. go about doing that if that's what they want? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because obviously, um, I, I'm getting the sense that like a lot of people don't want to build a personal brand or don't want it to be about them. And I look, I get that. That's literally the first half of this episode was talk about my backstory of, you know, I was a music producer behind the scenes. And I wanted to create a business that's also behind the scenes, maintain privacy, don't want to be about me because I don't like to be in the spotlight. Um, so yeah, I get that. Now, the flip side is if you do want to have a personal brand, which now I'm I'm very grateful that I was able to build a personal brand from someone who used to be very, you know, and I still am, I'm super shy and I don't like to put myself out there. I'm very uh, private in real life and very like kind of like keep to myself. So, you know, for someone like that to end up getting like quarter million YouTube subscribers and millions of views, that's kind of a crazy turnaround when I really think about it because like I didn't even want to like be on camera. I was scared to for years and years. So um, my advice, if you do want to build a personal brand, it's still all about your image, to be honest. Like it's about image and quality and then appearing to be bigger than you are. So if you focus on the quality of, let's say, let's say YouTube, for example, right? Or even your website. You need to have a professional channel header. You need to have a professional website with your picture and a nice picture. You need to get, you know, these nice pictures, which is, to be honest, easier to get these days because these the cameras on our phones are so, you know, crazy HD that we don't need to, like, get professional uh, portraits anymore unless you want to spend the extra money and get it done right. Um, you can still do it, like, do, do a photo shoot, like, literally at home uh, and then probably get some decent pics. Um, but then you really need to focus on your image and your brand still. So a personal brand is still a brand, but it's a brand about you. So you got to figure out, you know, if you want to use your name or if you want to come up with a different sort of brand. But either way, your content needs to be on point. You need to look like you have a million subscribers without even getting without even having one from day one. I think like if you look the part of like, wow, the content is edited. It has some background music. 
it doesn't have like random awkward pauses for a long time because this person doesn't know how to edit a video. Like if you can at least look the part, you're gonna get people just to believe that, hey, this is a big influencer or this is a big, you know, important person because their content is high quality. Their content looks like the content I see from the YouTubers with millions of subscribers. So people, they tend to like uh, basically judge things like that. So if your content on the flip side is bad, it's poor quality, it's not HD, lighting is so important. I see so many videos where people don't have the lighting. All you have to do is buy a little ring light, put it up to your face, and then just have your face lit up. Seriously, like even just doing that is already like ways ahead of people who, you know, record like kind of in the dark, you it's know, like in just a weird land. setting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're just, you know, anonymous. Like you want to have the lighting. You want to have, you know, you don't need a fancy camera. You can use your iPhone or your phone smartphone, whatever, like, but you need to get the lighting down. And, you know, the best light is actually free. It comes from the sun. So just film during the day facing a window. Uh, make sure you're not, you don't have your back to the window, which is why I did a lot in the beginning. And people would complain because I would <laughs> have my back to the window. My face would be dark. And then, you know, people would complain about that. So simple things like that. But you need to look the part. And, you know, getting a channel header made on uh, Fiverr, if you don't know how to do graphics, I mean, you can get that done for five bucks, 10 bucks. And then if you have a channel header, you have a channel logo, or you have a, pro a professional headshot, um, and then you just look legit, and then obviously your content has to be good, then you put these things all together, and that's going to make you appear bigger than you are. Because I see comments on good uh, up-and-coming channels where people say, the content here like you should have a million subscribers. That's the kind of comments you want people to be saying. You don't want people to be thinking like, um, you know, you're a small YouTuber or you're 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 not even a YouTuber because your content sucks and it's obvious, you know, because you don't even have a channel header or you don't even have a real name. I see so many names on YouTube. Uh, people do fake names of like, you know, famous people like celebrities. They do they do stupid names. They do random names. They do like insults as names but like if you're going to be a legit brand you need to like look professional and be professional like from everything like just from your professional picture and then you know having your channel name look professional have capitalization like look like an actual name um and then just really position yourself right like bigger than you are even if you have zero followers so i'd say it's like mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say like it's also like like patience. Like when you do that, like you have to maintain patience and consistency. Mm. Like if you're not, if you just upload once, you're like, well, I didn't get a lot of views, so that didn't work. You mm. have to keep yes. going because you don't know which of your videos is gonna go into the like ether and and hit. And so you yep. have to be consistent, and you have to take some time because like if you've never done any kind of performance before. It'll take a while for you to find your voice and, and find mm. what makes you unique and how exactly you communicate. First, you'll kind of do it like some other people, and then you'll slowly figure out how to be more like yourself, and that'll be what gets an audience. Yes. Okay, that was a great point. You have to be consistent. I see too many people who had potential. They try. They make one video. It doesn't pop off, and they quit. I've seen it happen too many times. I've seen it happen with websites. I've seen it happen with, um, you know, YouTube channels with people who have so much potential. But, you know, there's so much self-doubt in your brain, like literally, uh, like chemically, that, you know, every day your, your brain, like you're fighting yourself. And your brain is always telling you, like, you can't do this or you're not good enough or, you know, they're telling you all this negative self-talk. And 
if you can quiet that part of your brain, then you're going to be able to persist. And then that's what you need to do to stay consistent, to stick to the mission, because it's easy to to get distracted and, and also just, to be honest, like quit and just be like, all right, well, no one's watching my videos. I'm a loser. This is not going to happen. It's not going to work. I quit. That happens way too many times for people who have the potential and they have the talent. They have everything it takes because, you know, at the end of the day, the people who just don't quit, they're going to get way further ahead, even if they're not as talented as you, which is kind of like, you know, that's kind of uh, in a way that's just uh, tough to see because you see so much potential in someone, but they don't, they just don't believe in themselves. And it's weird because I, I know a lot of people who are super smart and talented and, you know, it's just they have these weird sort of like uh, self-beliefs that they just made up in their head. Like, I don't know how, I don't know where they got them from, but they just devalue themselves so much more um, than they're worth. And I see it all the time. But the people who can just be stubborn, honestly, like, yeah, you want to be open-minded, but sometimes you want to be so stubborn and just be like, I'm going to do this no matter what anyone says and whatever feedback I get from my parents and from my friends and from whoever those people who can just turn off that noise from you know other people and then just focus on the task at hand which is building this business making these videos which may seem stupid you know those are the people who are ultimately going to make a difference in their lives because most people are just scared to like take a chance and to do things that are weird or different but dude like you're not going to get anything new from your life if you don't change the input right the output will always be the same it'll be the same output your parents got and the you know, who came before them. But if you do something different, you can shock the system and really spice things up a bit and then rock the boat, right? Um, if you're from a small town, what's beautiful about the internet is the internet is equal. It's a it's an equalizer. So you could be from the smallest town that no one's heard of, but if you get on YouTube or create a website and build something online, you can build that up to something so much bigger than what anyone in your small town has ever done. And there's nothing stopping you, literally, except for you and your brain. So that's something to really, really just think about. No matter if you're making a personal brand or uh, you know, a brand that's separate from you, I really think that persistence and just being stubbornly you know, bullheaded about it and just keep going, that's honestly a necessity uh, and a requirement if you want to see success. Yeah, I think that's such a great point. And just I think the thing that we really want people to take away from this episode is just one, you don't have to have a huge social media following to start a business and that it's not a stumbling block or like like a like a, a gatekeeper you have to jump through. It's a tool and it's an amazing tool mm. that you use right. Like you don't want to use like every single social media platform. You want to use the ones that like are best suited to you or to your brand. Um, but you want to use them as a tool and you don't just want to use them. You want to make sure you have a website, but that, yeah, this isn't something that needs to just stop you before you even get started. Got it. Yeah, that's exactly, you know, that's my thoughts completely. Um, I hate seeing it. I hate seeing people thinking you need a hundred thousand followers to start a business. It's like you watch too much YouTube. You need to like, you need to watch less YouTube and start doing more, creating more, building more with your own two hands because then you'll realize that all the stuff that you thought you needed to do, you actually don't need. Um, but you're not going to get that by keep watching all these YouTube videos. You're just going to be stuck in that analysis paralysis of like perfectionism of, you know, I can't 
can't do it because I don't have 250,000 subscribers. I mean, like, come on, guys. It's a business. Business is not the same as being famous or social media or whatever or being an influencer, which I just hate the term. So, you know, really just for, like you may need to watch less YouTube and go on Instagram less if that's kind of what you're thinking because if you see this stuff every day, it's going to cloud your judgment of what you think success or what you think that a business looks like when real businesses, they're they're faceless. They don't have it's not about people. It really is about a brand and it's about a company and it's about a mission that's bigger than any individual person. So start thinking bigger and thinking about your passions. What, what are you passionate about? If you want to change the world, honestly, the best way is to literally create a business that has a hand in changing the world directly. Okay. So yeah, think bigger. Don't be afraid to, you know, really dream it up because some people, they think too small or too little of themselves of what they can do. And it's honestly one of the worst things that I see because, I mean, everything you see around you today, whether it's these big buildings and these bridges and these skyscrapers, was built by a human being, you know, another human being. Like, this wasn't built by aliens. So, you know, uh, basically, you're capable of a lot, lot more than you think you are. Yeah, I really like that, and uh, I think it's a great way to end the uh, end the episode. I think we gave people a lot of value about social media. Um, if you did like it, definitely leave us a review. Um, definitely subscribe, download the podcast. If you missed last week, check that one out as well. Um, this week, we're going to try uh, something new. We're going to throw a link in the description just with some resources. So if you're excited to get started, if social media has been holding you back, and you finally you feel freed and unshackled mm-hmm. thanks to this episode— We'll give you some links to help you with email marketing, getting your website set up, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I think we're going to try that that this week. Odie, do you have anything to, to add? All, all I want to say is thank you to everyone who wrote in the nice words on the reviews and on the Facebook group and via email. Uh, we read every single one and we heard every single one. So thank you so much for people who uh, they were talking about last week's episode um, and how much they got from it and that they've been enjoying the podcast. We've been enjoying making these podcasts and we're excited to go back to the once a week, every single week. So, you know, I just can't wait for the next episode and hope you guys um, got something real out of this. And let, let us know because, you know, until you tell us, we don't know, but at the end of the day uh for us it's fun to do this podcast and if we can give value to someone today i mean that would just be amazing so let us know and thank you guys so much for listening in i really appreciate everyone who listens to each and every one of these episodes um because again we're a community at the end of the day we're a community of entrepreneurs and i just want to see people build things so uh you know if you're working on building something let us know whether it's in the Facebook group, whether it's in a review, even an email if you want to keep it you know, personal and private. But anyways, thank you guys so much and hope to catch you guys next week.